When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Valentine's Day week. Uh, welcome to Netflix Live, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Cody Schultz. Um, so Netflix uh, has become kind of the premier destination for all romantic movies and shows for Valentine's Day. Um, and so today's episode, we're just going to talk all about Valentine's Day and celebrate some of our favorite rom-coms, romantic movies, romantic series on Netflix right now. So Cody, when do you think this started, like the shift to Netflix um, becoming like the Valentine's Day spot? Is there like a moment in history that you like look back on um, as that time? I feel like it really started once they got their hands on some of these like books, like romantic books, like the To All the Boys franchise. Sure. Because it felt like once they kind of started carving out that little like audience there, we suddenly saw like this wave of like extra content and like they saw like, oh, people are engaging with this content. And I think it's kind of because no one else is really putting fresh content out that's in kind of that romance genre and like the rom-coms. You stop seeing them in theaters. And so I think they saw like this opening and just like went full on. But I think if I was like to pinpoint one, it probably would be to all the boys. And I yeah. feel like Lana and Noah kind of like were the two driving forces of their like Valentine's romance like universe. Yeah, I think that that's definitely right. And even like that... I think it was like all that like summer basically um, when they were all, it was like the Netflix rom-com summer where we had like, I think set it up was another one that was popular. The kissing booth, which we'll talk about more. I think that you're like dead on there. It's like once they started adapting like these romantic book series and turning them into shows and movies is like, they like kind of got all of this like rich content with like already sort of built in fan bases. I don't know how popular a lot of the shows or books were before they became shows and movies, but like, that's probably what I look to as well. And then they also have like, I don't know, Netflix is really good at like licensing content around like holidays specifically. It's getting a little harder now, but like, you know, just older rom-coms that people love are, you know, available on Netflix around Valentine's day. Yeah, and I feel like there's no, like, when it comes to streaming, like, no one does it quite like Netflix with their offerings. Like, they have that ability to bring you really, like, exciting original content, but then you also have got your favorites where sometimes you just want to sit down with, like, that movie or show that you loved watching growing up, or maybe there's, like, a certain memory connected. And, like, for the most part, Netflix is still the vehicle for a lot of these shows and movies. Like, granted, there's a lot more competition now than there was even two or three years ago. But I feel like no one has yet come close to being able to replicate that success Netflix has. For sure. And I think, yeah, I think you hit it on the head again. Like it's the combination of like the old content that like people know and love already and have seen before, most likely. And then like just the new stuff and they just their ability to crank out like new show after new show after new show and new movie after new movie is like just unmatched in the industry still, even though we're seeing competition from HBO max. I know they have a pretty good room, like Valentine's day lineup this year, but like, that's all going to like ebb and flow with streaming rights, et cetera, in the future. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes, but I think Netflix is very well positioned for the streaming war as it's been built, especially around Valentine's day content. Would you agree? 
Yeah, I definitely think they position themselves in like one of the best because even if they do start to lose some of these like licensing, they have their originals now that can carry them because I mean, you've got successful franchises like Tell the Boys, you've got The Kissing Booth, then you've got series like Virgin River, Sweet Magnolias, Bridgerton, which are all shows we're going to be talking about a little bit today. And it's like they have such a, a large variety and it's not something so many, some of these other places have. It's like I said, it was Hallmark. That was really your only destination for like rom-com yeah. kind of stuff until now. And it's more, I don't want to say like predictable because there are still some predictable elements, but I feel like right. it's done a little bit different and better. Like in terms like Virgin River is one that like, it's got suspense as well as like the romance story. So it's not just like all in on romance. Like there's other elements to like. Yeah. That's the, th- that's like the kicker I think is like Netflix. They do have like the cheesy romantic movies. A lot of them are like Christmas movies, especially like a Christmas Prince, the princess switch that are like very much in like the same, like Hallmark lifetime, like lane, but then they've also sort of switched it up and bridged the gap between like the cheesiness of those that like we all know and love and then like real significant drama from like you know that they do that's like it's super dark with like ozark and so they like it's all in like a spectrum and they found like some middle with like some of these shows that like incorporate like crime and drama like virgin river and then like you have like more like teenage growing up coming of age stuff and like Sweet Magnolias, like you said, we'll talk about that. But like, I think that that's like the best way that they've like, I don't know, put their foot in the door basically is like bridging the gap between the two um, like opposite ends, I guess. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's a great pivot point is there's so much on there. So we get to do the the honor of like kind of narrowing it down with our top picks. Yes, um, we do. showing some love pun intended definitely there like <laughs> some of our favorite rom-coms and shows on the on netflix available so let's start off our top 10 what can you tell what are 10 through 6 what what are our top 10 through there? 6 yeah so we're doing the top 10 i've got 10 through 6 so the first one number 10 is about time it's a great movie it has rachel mcadams uh if you like her you're gonna like this movie Number nine is the only Nicholas Sparks movie on Netflix right now. And that's A Walk to Remember with Mandy Moore. I can't remember who else is in it, but yeah, Mandy Moore is in it. Um, Number eight is the CW show Jane the Virgin with Gina Rodriguez. I really, really like this show. I know that you like the show as well. Always Be My Maybe is number seven. And that's Randall Park and Ali Wong. I love this movie. It's my favorite movie on the list. And number six, like we just talked about, Sweet Magnolia's. I blanking on the character or the actors again, but Jamie Lynn Spears is in it. That's the only name that I'm pop- that's popping into my head right now. So that's 10 through six. What do you think about those, Cody? Yeah, there's definitely, I think, a, a good mix there. You've got your drama kind of like anything Nicholas Sparks has that, you know, you're, you know, you're probably in for like more of a heartwarming emotional ride than like the more of like the teen rom-com kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. Jane the Virgin definitely, like you said, is is a favorite there because it drew inspiration from the telenovelas, which are, of course, very all about romance, passion. But yet it was more almost toned down to the American. It was like perfect, like and it and it has an ending, which is great. Like you can watch yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's important. And have a complete story. <laughs> Always be my maybe would be my pick out of this five for people to watch. It's the funniest, probably I think on the list, which is like I really like comedy, so that's like what I would lean toward and. It has an epic Keanu Reeves cameo, which you just have to like see it to believe it. Like it doesn't feel real, like talking about it. 
without just like, you just have to watch it if you haven't seen it. That's all. Should we dive into the top five then? We're going to go a little more in depth on these. Yeah, I'm really excited about number five. Go for it. Tell the tell the people, Cody. So number five, we've got a personal favor, which is Grey's Anatomy, which it doesn't seem like it would be like an obvious pick. It's like you hear medical drama and you're like, wait, how is that romantic? But mm-hmm. it really has always done such a key job of diving into these like epic love stories and couplings that it's really... It might be a medical show, but it's like a romance show. Like it's couples and relationships are always at the forefront. Yeah. I, I told you before we started, I have a really hard time watching Grey's Anatomy because I really don't like medical shows. Like the, the blood, like I can watch like really gory stuff, but like the blood in medical shows, like is, I just can't do it. But I've always wanted to watch this show for like, I really like drama. And this show is so full of drama from like what I've seen. And that's been like, you know, handfuls of episodes over the years where I like close my eyes and don't watch it when they're like cutting people open and stuff. But the, the drama is what I like. So Meredith Grey though is probably like, do you think that she needs love? Cause like, she's been like the central character for so long. Do you think that she needs another relationship now or has that ship kind of sailed? I feel like it's, it's a complicated answer in that she was, one half of like one of the greatest like ships of television with, you know, her and Derek and like, they had like that perfect storyline. Of course they kind of wrap that up when they spoiler alert, killed him off like seasons into the show. Um, I feel like everyone knows it. It's always one of those weird things, but so she had her, the character had this epic love story and all that. And it's like, after he left the show, it was like this rush of we have to couple her. And it's like, you don't need to, like Ellen Pompeo is an amazing actress. She can lead a show without needing like a male counterpart. Um, For sure. and, like, and you can have a love story that isn't necessarily, you know, about, you know, two people. It can be a love story about family, which they kind of shifted to in that she put a focus there on like the three kids that she's got and like her two sisters. And I feel like that's the love story that can carry the show. Like they don't need, she doesn't need a romantic partner. You can have a love story without having that element and still have success. I agree with that. I don't totally understand, like I said, because I don't watch, but uh, that sounds good to me. Uh, so we're, go ahead. Let me tell us, uh, tell me about number four on the list. So number four, we're going to go with The Kissing Booth, which we've already mentioned a few times. So if you haven't seen The Kissing Booth, it's about Elle, I think, played by Joey King. And she has this best friend, Lee. And um, they have these like weird rules about like what they can and can't do. And I don't really fully understand the rules, to be totally honest. But basically, L starts seeing Lee's brother, Noah, I believe his name is. Correct me if I'm wrong. And keeping it a secret. And then, you know, it blows up in their faces because that's what happens in these movies. Uh, Drama, right? But yeah, so that's number four. If you haven't seen it, I highly, highly recommend. It is teen drama to its best, I think, on Netflix, at least. Yeah, and I think it's important, like the name is seems so out there, but it's like it's built around like the school project is a kissing booth, right? And so that's yes, like how they do Yes, like, I forgot to thing. mention that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's how it all starts is the kissing booth at the school. Yeah. Um, but it's not like I don't know. It almost does it's not almost not about the kissing booth. Like yeah. it's just like it's, <laughs> that's like the thing, but it's just like this weird love triangle is the between the brothers, one like platonic relationship one romantic and then basically in the sequel stuff just really hits the fan <laughs> it's one of those things i've seen both of the the first two movies and of course the third's coming some point this year and it's one of those like the rules seem unreasonable to me like does do you get For that sure. same feeling don't they feel oh, a bit absolutely like, yeah i'm like <laughs> 
how is like some of these different things like it, it doesn't make sense like you can't do this like they seem more restrictive than like a good like friendship thing like at times i'm like was it really like can you be mad about this because she didn't tell you this you know xyz it's just mm-hmm. that's like the one struggle i have with this movie i agree and it only seems to get worse like as things go on it's like they like the rules thing i get it it like makes sense and it's like kind of cute for the story but like i think that it could be I don't know, they could scrap it and I would be like, I didn't miss that at all. Like there's already enough drama there that it's like, we don't have to have like a specific rule that is broken by this character for it to be like a, like for conflict to happen, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And I think that's a great like segue to the next pick number three on the list because there's definitely a lot of conflict and drama in our third pick, which is Virgin River. Um, yes. I just started my binge, so I'm going to throw it over. What can you tell us about the show and where it's at. Virgin River is, I think, the most dramatic romantic show on Netflix. It's about um, Mel, a nurse from LA who's had a pretty traumatic life. And she goes to this small town of Virgin River. I think it's in California. And basically just like starts working at this practice with like an old doctor who doesn't want her there. But she meets the owner of the bar, like the only town restaurant or whatever jack i think his name is yeah jack and they basically like start this like will they won't they relationship that it goes on and on and on and there's like a little bit of crime and drama and it's like it's actually really good it's coming back for season three it was renewed at the end of last year and i think i'm not positive where they're at in production but i think that it's going to be wrapping soon if it hasn't already and then we'll see it sometime later this year we're running out of time though i think so Should we just skip to number two real quick? Yeah, so number two, we've got Bridgerton, which I feel like is like a really solid Valentine's Day pick this year. It's got all the elements. It's a good period drama. It's got lots of romance. It's based on a romantic series. Um, So I feel like that's like an obvious and perfect plus. Mm -hmm. It's only eight episodes, so you can even binge through it quickly during Valentine's Day weekend or even Valentine's Day alone if you're looking for something to pass the time by for all those singles. Yeah, it's. did you, have you seen Bridgerton? I have. And uh, I had a hard time getting into it, but like once I did get into it, like I watched all the episodes and I'm like done now, but, and I feel good about it, but how many, so you, like you said, they're coming back for season two. Do you have any updates on production or anything? So production, they're supposed to start filming season two in spring of 2021, which is going to make it interesting to see when we get season two. I'm hoping yeah. that still means we can maybe get another Christmas release like we had for the first season. And then from a, a story point, we know it's going to focus on the oldest brother, Andrew, I believe was his name. Yeah. Uh, and it'll pivot the story kind of him and like his journey now to find love, which I think is kind of like an interesting concept. I'm, I'm with it. And now the top pick, are you ready for it? I don't, <laughs> you I don't already know, know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's, we, we kind of already alluded to, there's no better way. Like tell the boys was really like the first major one. So it just makes sense to have that at the top. They're dropping the third movie, of course, um, and right in time for February. I mean, for Valentine's Day, that's coming February 12th. So I feel like it's like the perfect franchise to dive into. I agree. Yeah. Like it of all of these, I think Grey's Anatomy obviously is like a beast of a show. Like that'll take you a while to get through. But like this is the one I think that has, you know, it'll have three movies by the time Valentine's Day comes around. That's like you could probably do them all in a night because they're probably like an hour and a half long. So that's about four and a half hours of TV which is a good night of watching TV or movies. I mean, so how do you have any predictions for how you think that like, so this is the last movie of the series um, that we know of. Do you have any predictions for um, 
the end of To All the Boys 3. I know there, there seems to be like some speculation, like people are like, will they break up Laura Jean and Peter? And I'm like, mm-hmm. if they did, I would be shocked. And I most like commend Netflix for taking like a different route. But I feel like right. it's, it's in rom-com, like they have to end up together like at the end. It'll be interesting to see how they get there though. And I mean, I'm hoping they get happy. I mean, I like a happy ending for a movie. Like <laughs> you want a happy ending if you're picking a romantic comedy for Valentine's <laughs> Day, I feel like. It would be, I think it would be pretty crushing for a lot of the audience if they did break up because it's been such like a feel good, like heartfelt movie series to then go out with like, like a final, final end would be a lot. I would, it would be interesting for sure. Like I'm not like saying that like I wouldn't, I would be opposed necessarily because I think it would be a risk. And I think the romance genre overall could use a little risk, but like, like, yeah, like you said, like I'm sort of pulling for that happy ending. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. And I, I hope we get there. So I think that's definitely like the perfect way to cap off any Valentine's Day list. So why don't you give us a, a quick recap for, for everyone? Yeah, so we've got the top 10 um, romantic shows and movies to watch on Valentine's Day. Um, number 10, About Time. Number nine, A Walk to Remember. Number eight, Jane the Virgin. Number seven, Always Be My Maybe. And then number six, Sweet Magnolias. Number five, Grey's Anatomy. Number four, The Kissing Booth. Number three, Virgin River. Number two, Bridgerton. And our top pick, obviously, To All the Boys I've Loved Before. The sequel, To All the Boys, P.S. I Love You, I Still Love You. And then on February 12th, To All the Boys, Always and Forever. That's our top 10. Um, Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you next week. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.